It's the Kyle Hyman Show on Redeemer Radio. We would play and I would talk to my buddies and be like, man, wouldn't it be awesome to have our own board game? That would be super Uh cool. And then we never did anything with it. It's time for Catholic Games, the show that helps you learn something about the faith while having some fun. And now, here's your host, me. Welcome to Catholic Games. I'm Kyle Hyman, and joining me today is the game master himself, Matt Martinezson. Thanks for being here, Matt. Yeah, absolutely. You are a game creator. Are you also a game player? Like, Did the desire to create games come out of your love for playing them, or was it just like, I see a, a hole in the system and I want to fill it. No, I, it came from, uh, I like games. We played a lot in college at JP Catholic and I would talk with oh, buddies. To, yeah, I went to JP out Catholic. In California, JP2. Mm-hmm. Yep, okay. John Paul the Great Catholic University, but it's a lot easier to say JP Catholic. Yeah. So I, we would play and I would talk to my buddies and be like, man, wouldn't it be awesome to have our own board game? That would be super uh-huh. cool. And then we never did anything with it. Um, it's like I taking over the market. But I did see a way that I believe that Catholic millennials are being underserved and I wanted to be able to to serve that and give people an opportunity to live their faith and have fun with it. And so out of both, there was a a, a place for me to serve Catholic millennials and I also love games. So, Well, I'm excited about this. People can find the Catholic Card Game at catholiccardgame.com. I actually ordered mine too late to get it before we record this. So it's on its way. I've got the shipping confirmation. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. We'll talk a little bit more about that at the end. People can find it though at catholiccardgame.com. In the meantime, we're going to play a game. It's a game that I'm calling The Game Game. (laughs) So it's Thank you for using a title that's as original as mine. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's a game about games. So it's the game game. So all of these will be questions about competitions. I try to be creative about finding things in the Bible or the catechism or whatever that have to do with competition game. A lot of it's sport stuff, but uh, I've got some about board game type stuff as well. So are you ready for this? I'm right. Re- I'm, a, I'm a little nervous, but I'm a... Uh... <laughs> I'm just going to think of an answer that's very sporty. And if I don't know the answer, it'll just be my answer for all the ones I don't know. <laughs> are, are you an athlete as well or more of the board games? I played in, in high school, but now that I'm a Catholic young adult, there are no sports leagues for me. So, <laughs> but I would right, play if I well, could. Let's see how you do in this game. Let's go. Let's go. In first Corinthians nine twenty four. St. Paul says, Do you not know that the runners in the stadium all run in the race, but only one wins the prize? So, how does he say that you are to run? Oh, on a, with your eyes fixed, like straight ahead. No. Or, oh, no. no or, that, that does sound reasonable, though. That, he, that, he says, that's a good tip. He says that somewhere. I went on a treat for something about that. He says... That does uh, sound like a thing. Run... It's like steadfast or... Run so as you don't stop <laughs> to win. <laughs> yeah, he says only one wins the prize. Run as to win. Okay. So we are we are to 
work on our faith with like the best of the best. Like just give it your all. Like you're you're trying to win. Yeah. That doesn't mean like take advantage of other people. Yeah, or push anything. people over or trip them on the blocks. <laughs> right. So he goes on to say that athletes work hard to win a perishable crown, but we an imperishable one. So he's kind of drawn us into this eternal life perspective. But then somehow I missed this. Like I feel like that was on a lot of I ran in high school oh, and cross country and track. And so all these all these Catholic teams that we play would always have, you know, First run us to win. <laughs> you know. And so I didn't realize this next line. He says, thus, I do not run aimlessly. I do not fight as if I were blank. A heathen. How does he say he doesn't fight as if he were blank? I have no idea. I gotta pick up Corinthians. I didn't know either. He says, I do not fight as if I were shadow boxing. Oh. Other translations say, so I fight, but not by flailing in the air. And another <laughs> translation I found said, I do not box as one beating the air. I do not fight as though I'm throwing haymakers. <laughs> right. Like, no, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing this for, for real. Like, this is legit. I, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it all the way. All right. Board games. All right. Monopoly. How many Monopoly game pieces can you name? Okay, there's the dog, the thimble, uh-huh. uh, the hat. Yes. The boardwalk. <laughs> the, the boardwalk. No, 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 no. I, mean, <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> the actual uh, metal things. What? What else? Is, I have. Oh man, there's. No one plays Monopoly these days. You're at three so far. Dog hat thimble. Oh, uh, I feel like it's like a a cane or a no a shoe. A, the, a boot. A boot shoe. We'll a, take... a foot thing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how many are there? I'll take boot. Okay, so this is where it gets tricky. Is there's been different eras. It's changed over time. Wow. Oh. So there's a really cool chart on Wikipedia's Monopoly entry, where and I it spend shows my free time. over time. So the battleship and the race car and the top hat have been staples ever since 1937. But others have kind of come in or out of phase. So there's the boot, the cannon, the cat, the horse and rider, iron, you know, that you iron your clothes with. Yeah. Lantern, purse, penguin, race car, rocking horse, rubber duck, sack of money, Scotty dog, you got the dog, thimble, top hat, T-Rex is brand new and wheelbarrow. So the T-Rex, oh, the rubber duck, and the penguin came out in 2017. Okay, that, They did yeah. a whole like vote for your favorite and they had I've a bunch of different options. I've never seen those, so I haven't played Monopoly <laughs> in three years. Well, and if you did, like it's probably, it's probably an, old yeah, an older version that you yeah, have sitting around. All right. In 2 Timothy 2.5, St. Paul says, an athlete cannot receive the winner's crown except by competing according to What? Except by competing according to the rules? That is correct. Yes! That was great. Except by, are the rules for the Catholic card game very complicated? Uh, no. I haven't gotten them yet. People like the way they're written, which is kind of cool. Okay. All right. On a six-sided dice, 
What's on the opposite side of the two? Oh, uh, the five. Yes. Because opposite sides of the dice always add up to seven. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I guess I guess so. It's six kinda... and one, two and five, three and four, are opposite each other. Very logical. <laughs> Did you just like visualize a dice and yeah. look, like <laughs> so like some kind of uh, photographic memory? <laughs> There's no way I could do that. All right, at the crucifixion, how did the soldiers decide who would get the garments of Jesus? Oh, they casted lots. That is correct. Uh, How often do you cast lots for things? (laughs) Very rarely. At one point, I did some research. I should have done it for this show. I did some research into what casting lots would have been like. Yeah. Like, what are the rules for casting lots? And at one point, there was like a goat's knee bone that they would roll or something. There's all kinds of different theories. I don't know. Sounds it's basically like drawing straws. It's like a random a creepy. way of selecting a person. Maybe yeah. that can be your next <laughs> next game. <laughs> lot, Catholic, lot casting. Yes. We do have casting stones, which is an expansion Ro- uh, where you, yes. get, you throw rocks at people, which is pretty fun. <laughs> it's hilarious. All right. St. Paul also has an inspirational message for those experiencing afflictions or sufferings in Romans 5, 3 through 5 says, not only that, but we even boast of our afflictions, knowing that affliction produces endurance, and endurance proven character, and proven character, what does character produce? So afflictions produce endurance, endurance produces character, and character produces... Had this read to me or read this so many times. Uh, <laughs> endurance. Duras produces... I can give you a hint. It doesn't disappoint. That's not helpful. I want to say it's grace or strength. Hope. 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 Faith, yeah, love. Afflictions produce endurance, endurance proven character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that's been given to us I feel like that should be on a poster I'm sure it is on a poster but it's not in my house (laughs) yet (laughs) alright in Psalm 18 we pray with you I can rush an armed band with my God to help I can blank so other translations, like, I can rush an, an army, a military. With my God to help, I can blank. Do all things? <laughs> kind of, I guess. <laughs> Maybe that's Leap from my... a wall. Well, I, which I, I feel like this might be one of the earliest references to parkour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With God's help, I can leap a wall. Oh, man. I'm just... <laughs> I, I've got I, the, I got the die one I, correct. <laughs> That was a pretty obscure one. Whenever you do searches for competitions and, and uh, athletic feats in the Bible, you get some obscure things. All right. In John 20, a little less obscure. Oh, boy. There's a race between John and Peter. Oh, yes. This is the To this is where my are they racing? The tomb. That is correct. That's my favorite The empty reading. tomb. Who wins? John does. Yes. Because the one that was faster and he waited because... Though Peter is better, he uh, 
you know, yeah. he was, he was John lost. John 20, verses 3 and 4, it says, So Peter and the other disciple went out and came to the tomb. They both ran, but the other disciple ran faster than Peter Amazing. and arrived at the tomb first. Which I just love. Like, John's writing this, yeah, and he's, this, like, he's rubbing it in Peter's face. Like, hey, by the way, I won. I was the first one there, just for the record. <laughs> but he doesn't name himself. I, it's the, the unnamed disciple. Earlier it says, like, the one whom Jesus loved. Like, don't forget, I'm the beloved one. Yes, and I also beat Peter in I'm a race. I'm also really fast. 2,000 years, I hope people will remember this. That's my favorite reading. <laughs> Recite it at masses, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, the Milton Bradley game called The Game of Life dates all the way back to 1860. It's considered America's first popular parlor game. Modern version was created 100 years later in 1960, which is 60 years ago for people that don't like to do math. You spin a wheel of sorts and you move your car along a path as you navigate, quote, life. Right. End quote. What sacrament is one of the spaces on the board? Marriage. That is correct. <laughs> All right. Playing cards. I didn't know this until just looking up random trivia. What number can you find hidden between the pips on the eight of diamonds? So many questions. Uh, what number? <laughs> What's a pip? So the pips are the, the diamonds themselves. Okay. So each diamond is a pip. So the diamonds on the eight of diamonds okay. are laid out in such a way. Oh. And also the shape of the diamond has a little bit of a curve to it. So it actually forms something Whoa. in the negative space, in the white space. What, uh, it's, it's a, probably a four. No, it's an eight. Next time you look at an eight of diamonds, or you can just do a Google search for the eight of diamonds. It's pretty cool. There, there's, there's a little eight, eight in, in the middle. There. I've never noticed it before, but probably now I'll never not be able to not notice it. It's like the it. arrow in the FedEx. You know, like once yeah, you, once say you see it's thing. there, can't go back. That's funny. All right. There are three kings in a deck of cards that are holding swords. One is not. Which one? I, this one, you have a one in four chance. Right. <laughs> My best odds yet. <laughs> I'm trying to Which visualize. Which key is not holding a sword? Okay. It's the clubs. No. God dang it. The king of diamonds has an axe. Oh, man. This is... There's all kinds of weird trivia when it comes to the face cards of playing cards. Like... The one-eyed jacks and... Right, I know that from sequence. All right, last question. How close can you get to the paragraph number that talks about gambling in the Catechism of the Catholic Church? Oh, no. Let's see. So <laughs> it's not going to be in the first part. It's going to be... So the, the gambling, <laughs> it's probably... We're going to say low 3,000, so 3,137. Not not too bad. Not too bad. 2,413 uh, okay. is the one. It Only says games of chance, out. card games, etc., or wagers are not in themselves contrary to justice. They become morally unacceptable when they deprive someone of what is necessary to provide for his needs and those of others. The passion for gambling risks becoming an enslavement. And unfair wagers and cheating at games constitute grave matter unless the damage inflicted is so slight that the one who suffers it cannot reasonably consider it significant. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out. Paragraph 
2,413 in the catechism for those that uh, are curious what the catechism says about gambling. All right. Well, congratulations. You've won (laughs) (laughs) the game game. Worst name of a game that I've ever come up with. Oh, and worst, just terribly, terribly played. (laughs) Oh, man. So, Matt, tell us a little bit more about the Catholic Card Game and anything else you've got brewing over at CatholicCardGame.com. Sure. So Catholic Card Game, it's a prompt and answer style game. So similar to uh, Apples to Apples or uh, those that will not deny that they've seen it or played it, Cards Against Humanity. I've heard of that. Yeah. Uh, so you, you play a card, there's a fill in the blank, or um, it's a prompt card, like Catechism 3,889 talks about what, or things Jesus never uh-huh. talked about, or things like that. And then there's a whole handful of cards, uh, like 400 cards of answer ones, of different uh-huh. nouns or verbs that would answer them. So like things Jesus never talked about, like the Protestant Reformation, or uh, Moses's pet quail, <laughs> That's my wife's very proud of that one. She made that one. Um, Pope, Pope Peter's pinnacle papacy, just silly answers like that. Uh-huh. Some are more serious in, in terms of answers or some are more silly like those. It's an awesome party game that it's really meant for Catholics who are very formed in their faith. I, I, we didn't make it as a, a means for like evangelization or at least for it to be catechetical of like, now that you've had fun, right. let's talk about the sacrament of uh, confirmation. So it's, you're supposed yeah. to know about all these things. So people have referenced it as like a just a gigantic inside joke for Catholics. Um, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. it just kind of shows how universal our faith is. Like you can be anywhere in the world, in the country, and we all kind of experience the same things in our, our Catholic faith. So it's really fun. I never win at it. Obviously, as you can see, I'm terrible <laughs> at games, but I love playing them. I've literally never won the Catholic card game. Um <laughs> Well, I'm looking forward. I ordered mine a couple days ago, so I'm looking forward to getting mine and playing it. It just seems like a lot of fun. And I thought maybe if you're up for it in a future episode, we could get a bunch of people together and play it on the show and give people a sample of what it's like. Also, just have some fun. Yeah, that would be awesome. Cool. All right. So people can check out CatholicCardGame.com. Also, if you're interested, you can go to KyleHyman.com slash card kylehyman.com slash card. And that's an affiliate link. So if you want to support the show and get yourself a fun game to play with your friends, you can use that link and it won't cost you anything extra, but we'll get a little kickback for the show. There's a generations expansion pack. There's a five deck expansion pack. There's the casting stones (laughs) expansion. And then you have the game Catholics who don't do anything, which reminds me of the pirates who don't do anything from veggie tales. That's where it comes from. What's that game about? Uh, it's similar to Never Have I Ever. There's different like rule cards that you play for each round, but then there's like the cards are like, as a Catholic, I have never sat in the cry room at mass or different like stuff like that that we would or would not have done. Um, I'm looking at some of the samples you have. As a Catholic, I have never not sang in mass because of the writer of the song. Which, come on. We, <laughs> we've we done this. <laughs> like a protest. All right. Well, hey, thanks so much, Matt. Again, people can go to kylehyman.com slash card and get yourself some fun games to play with your family, with your friends, your Bible study, your pastor. It'll be a lot of fun. Thanks for joining us, Matt. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks for having me. If you'd like to find a guest or topic that we've covered, 
go to kylehyman.com and use the search bar. It's free. And until next time, remember to leave room for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit.